Hello and welcome to Drowning Verdict. I'm Chip Mahoney and you're listening to my true crime podcast. This is a podcast where I talk about cases out there in the world that fascinate me. I go more in depth with the case. Thanks a lot for joining me today. You might have found me on my TikTok where I've got clips of the show, but if it led you over to my YouTube, that's a good place to be. I've got full episodes, Drowning Verdict, plus my other show called Shill Kill, which is where I pair a crypto with a crime. So if you've got an interest in both, you can check it out. On my YouTube channel, subscribe. Basically get everything I offer in one place on YouTube. Also, I am featured on Spotify, and you can find uh, Drowning Verdict wherever you get your favorite pods out there in the podverse. If you've heard me before, you know that I'm an author. I talk about story, connections, new angles, maybe some truth here and there. You never know. But often, I like to say a reason for the podcast, you know, a reason for the time that we're going to spend together. And today, it's going to be pretty quick because it's a verdict Friday. I'm giving you a verdict on the previous cases I've covered, and... Uh, be in, be done with it after about five or 10 minutes. So today I'm talking about Caitlin Armstrong. She was recently nabbed in Costa Rica and also talking about Brian Laundry and his uh, love letter and death, if you will. So let me kick it off here um, on a verdict Friday to give you my verdict on Caitlin Armstrong case. Uh, yeah, recently uh, picked up in Costa Rica on the lamb. Uh, looks like wasn't a disguise somehow got to Costa Rica somebody else's passport something of that nature she's very shifty um, but she made it to a different country and I, and I, I could have sworn that wouldn't have happened because in the previous episodes I've covered on her I said no no way there's 10 uh, about 10 international destinations from New York Liberty area and I was like no you can't do that you're not gonna be able to pull that off but she did and uh, nonetheless she was nabbed in Costa Rica looks like in a disguise I don't know what's up with that but you know she's guilty at this point of fleeing the country being a fugitive on the lamb and that's a strong indicator of her guilt so I'm gonna say yes on this verdict Friday that she is guilty of what she's accused of doing which is the murder of Mariah Wilson a love rival for uh, a man within the uh, biking sphere as well, who I haven't named before and I shall not name. Um, but, you know, here's the thing that I think about, and this has got to be a tough one because once you flee the country, you go from a fugitive, you got, uh, you know, all that stuff on your head, and then you get shipped back to the United States like a FedEx. Guess where you have to go back to? You have to go back to Texas. So it's not like this thing happened, uh, this. Uh, murder happened in California or some other state where, hey, you know, slap on the wrist, we'll let you go. Texas is very harsh. In fact, they execute people left and right, uh, like some other states, such as Arizona. So on a murder case in Texas, yeah, that's a place I would not want to be. I'd be fleeing from that place as well, but she's going to get shipped back uh, there to uh, Texas to be, um, you know, investigated. There's going to be a trial. And I got to say, in a, in a murder case like this, it's, uh, it's a big deal because they don't mess around. They, uh, they could put a, a life sentence on it, obviously. They could put a death sentence, too. Never know. So the verdict is, uh, yeah, I think that she is guilty of what she's accused of, but we shall wait and see. I thought this case was a little bit like the Brian Laundry, Gabby Petito, kind of this uh, 
not, it wasn't a love triangle in the the Gabby and Brian case, but it, it just had elements of uh, you know I want to be with you and no one, nobody else can have you. So it uh, came to light. It came to the surface. I guess that's a good word to say because the notes were found in a backpack submerged in swamp uh, swamp swamp water swamp water. Say that one. That that tripped me up but it was submerged in about five feet of that murky water and um you know his notebook was there with uh, apparently a confession so um i did cover this on a previous episode um i did the recording uh, i didn't speak it myself i had some ai technology do it so you can check out the episode on uh, the reading the confession and hear it out loud um but my thinking was that um so much of what he had written was uh, very much uh, his own story. You know, I, I don't want to say like how he made it up, but maybe that's how he thought it all played out. I do find it odd that because he wrote those notes and it wasn't a backpack submerged underwater, that uh, I don't know how that happened, but apparently uh, that's very hard to find anyway. So why would you make it up if it's not going to be found in the first place? But it was found. And um, I looked at it, you know, thinking that, uh, yeah, maybe half of this stuff is true. The other half is is false. So that's something that I focused on in the episode because, um, you know, this was a, uh, a case of what I called murder in a confined space, meaning that he was somebody that was found out, discovered by uh, Gabby during this trip that um, you know, a lot of red, red flags for her came to the to light or to the surface. And I think she confronted him on those, which really set him off. So I, I basically boiled it down to that she, he, he had to take her on this trip. He had to involve her in his world so much uh, in order to control her, in order to separate her from friends and family or people that could say, hey, listen, don't go with that guy. You, you deserve better. And this guy, you know, he didn't really have friends. He was seen as being very odd and obviously capable of uh, killing someone. Did it go down the way that the note said that he uh, had uh, confessed to in this notes? I don't think so, but we'll never know. So ultimately, I think it was, um, this is my way of having you, controlling you within my environment, uh, confining you to a van, confining you to this van lifestyle, this outdoor lifestyle. Yeah, it's appealing, but sometimes, a lot of times, it's very haggard. It can wear you down. It's not Instagrammy. It's very, um, you know, every day something can go wrong, close quarters. And I think that might have set her off. And uh, he couldn't control her after that because he was starting the, you know, to be found out to those red flags. Uh, maybe she was with the wrong guy and maybe she confronted him and that's where the abuse started. And then you get to a point where he, uh, she's going to leave him and he, he can't live without her and definitely no one else can be with her. Uh, but him. So check out that episode. I think it's uh, kind of interesting how uh, it was read aloud. And I've got some more points to add to that. So the verdict is, yeah, of course he did it. But I don't think it went down the way that he penned in those notes. I don't think it was merciful. I think it was, hey, I'm leaving. Those red flags came up. I found out about who you really are. And I'm very weirded out by being trapped in this confined space on the road with you and it's not working out i'm leaving and that's 
what I feel set him off. So I think it was within a confined space, and uh, he he had to control her. If not, um, then no one else could be with her. So that's kind of how I think about it. Again, uh, both of these cases are have to deal with uh, love, emotions, feelings. Um, you know, maybe two people in a relationship, maybe only one person in the relationship who who is in all the way, and things happen with that. You know, 99% of the time, people can go their separate ways. But we know that 1%, 2% or whatever it is in true crime, you know, the way that personalities are, they can clash and um, murders can happen. And that's what uh, happened in both these cases. So check out those episodes. I'm done with this verdict Friday. What do you think about those verdicts? Do you think that uh, Caitlin is innocent in any way? Um, I certainly wouldn't want to be shipped back to Texas on a murder charge. Um, I'd be running away as well, but she was caught. And uh, what do you think about the notes from Brian Laundrie found, uh, I guess, first by the alligators and then by people later? So seems uh, like he uh, made some stuff up there. So I will see you on the next episode of Drowning Verdict. Thanks for being with me, subscribing, and so forth. I'm out. Have a good weekend and the 4th of July. Goodbye.